You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Let's talk harness racing. Just with that Drake Jason Grimson situation, he had uh, luck on appeal. So his penalty was slashed to a $15,000 fine plus a six-month ban, wholly suspended for 12 months. So basically, he's free to continue, um, Jason Grimson. And Leap to Fame's record, I was talking about it, um, at the moment it sits right now. He's had um, 31 starts for 23 wins, six seconds and a third by Better's Delight. Darren Clayton is with us. How are you, Darren? Yeah, well, thank you, Steve. How are you today? Good. It'll be interesting to see if he does lob in the Victoria Cup or they elect to just keep him here and prepare him for the Inter-Dominion Series and a bit of a summer series in Queensland before the Inter-Dom. Yeah, well, he's certainly got plenty of options there in that, um, you know, the Victoria Cup's not the be-all and end-all of his program. So um, we'll have those couple of features in the first two weeks of November at Albion Park that he can contest. And um, I think that would be a, a pretty good lead into the Inter-Dominion Series. Of course, the, the Victoria Cup on the 14th of October certainly would also perhaps work in OK as well if they could get flights. And I, I would suggest that uh, it'll be pretty contingent on him getting a direct flight there and back as to whether he would go, I would imagine. Mm. It's interesting when you look at the market. This is Everest Day, of course, uh, Victoria Cup, 14th of October. Leap to Fame's $1.70. You would have seen Rock and Roll do on Sunday. It wasn't a spectacular win, but got it done. Catch a wave, of course, fire, um, obviously capitulated after going too hard in the, the Eureka. And Captain Ravishing, of course, um, will he be second up in this race? What are they doing with him, I wonder? Yeah, well, um, during the week, uh, Ahmed Tabor and owner Has Tabor, they've said that... Um, that they want to go to the Victoria Cup, but they're just not sure which race that they go in and what date they sort of race beforehand. They do want to give him another run uh, before the Victoria Cup, but uh, they're just struggling to find out find the ideal race as a as a lead-in. So um, he might well end up being second up. Of course, they were trying to get a lead-up run before the Eureka, but they were unable to secure one, and they. Uh, ended up going in fresh and he was a super run off the pegs and, and hit the line nicely so I think if they could get one run into him and then third up into that Victoria Cup I think he'll be uh, he'll be right in the market especially if uh, Leap to Fame and Catch a Wave um, both happen to bypass it so like you mentioned Rock and Roll do he was he only did what he had to do in the Maryborough Cup on Sunday um, it was yeah I, I guess a pass mark um, his win prior to that going into the Maryborough Cup was pretty good so whether he just sort of flattened out a bit but we know he's a great horse and uh, a previous Victoria Cup winner so um, yeah I think he'll be he'll be right once we come to October 14. Mm, I reckon they'd be wanting, they'd be trying to lure him there anyway, wouldn't they? Victorian officials uh, leap to fame because there's certainly a few queries behind him in that market. Uh, our first guest is with us, uh, Damon Watson. Darren? Yeah, I wanted to get Damon on uh, this morning. Steve, you might have, uh, people might have seen the name Damon and Chris Watson in the form guides for the past sort of six weeks, eight, two months in Queensland and just get a bit of a background. Damon, good morning. Yeah, how are you going? Yeah, very good. Now, um, first first off, you've you've come up from sort of the Riverina area. Um, was Are you planning on staying or are you just sort of 
taking it as it comes? Uh, no, we're planning on staying. Um, that's the main plan, but um, you know, we'll just see how it goes from here. So you, you've had a bit of success since you've been up here too. You've um, um, you've got a, a couple of winners. You managed to go past your previous best season at, with your last winner a couple of weeks ago. Um, you're up to 13 wins this season and, and driving pretty well, so much so you've managed to pick up a, a drive for Peter Gregg in the first race tonight with my ultimate victor. Um, how did that come about? Did you just, Pete, give you a ring? Yeah, he's, um, his missus gave me a ring on um, Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, and um, they just asked if I could drive him since I had a run here in the second. And I said, yeah, no worries. Well, he's a good pickup drive, that's for sure. He's in good form at the moment and a last start winner. So um, he also had another outside drive recently with Just Josh. And so um, people are starting to see your name and see that you can steer him. And um, you're happy to, to take those outside drives? Yeah, 100%, mate. Uh, like, the more you get, the more confidence you get in yourself. And um, So, you know, he's, he's also racing again uh Tomorrow as well, so um, it should be a good, good four days. I've got drives across four days, to be honest. So, yeah, oh, well, that's good. You're starting to, to pick up a few opportunities, and you've got a few of your own horse, a couple of your own horses in tonight in race two, number two, just rolling around now. Uh, this mare, she's got a she's got a little bit of ability and can can do it pretty tough. And she's got a, a Redcliffe win. The first start uh, she had up here that was under Gary Gerard's name, but you. Uh, drove it on that occasion. What can we expect tonight? Yeah, the one's a dollar. Um, she'll hopefully I can pop onto its back, but if not, um, she'll be in the firing line um, with some cover and um, at the top of the triangle, between the top of the triangle and top of the straight. I'll work out from there what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, you mentioned the triangle. How have a lot of your drives have been there since you've been up here? How, do, how have you adapted to it? Yeah, mate, it's a lot different um, from tracks like Wagga and Leighton and all them. But, um, you know, I just, when I get out there, I get in my zone and don't really worry about the track too much. Yeah, very good. And your other one later in the night, Skipper's Swan Song, that's in the eighth race. You've come up with a bit of a stiff barrier there in barrier nine. But um, this man, she's uh, got a good, good closing sprint on her when she's saved up. Yeah, she does. Um, she's actually been a really, really tricky horse. Um, I could not, in my first few starts at Wagga before she'd come up here, I could not get her to pace right. Um, but um, I fiddled, at least Dad and I fiddled around with the hobbles, and um, she's just got better and better ever since. And she won from this barrier uh, three runs ago at Redcliffe. So, and the dropping grade will help us. And, you know, she goes back from a 41 to 44 to a 30 to 40, which really suits her. Yeah, it can be a. Um, Mares dropping back into that sort of up to 40 grade, it certainly seems to help them out. And she's going around again on Friday, is that right? Uh, no. Uh, what now? Shannon's going around on um, Friday. Uh, just rolling around is in the last um, Saturday in the Mares race. Uh, okay, I knew I saw one there. So, like you say, the four, four drives there across the four days, certainly picking up. Now, you're based there out at Jim Boomba at the moment. Are you just... Um, sort of saying it's someone's property till you decide what, what the future holds? 
Yeah, we're at Gary Gerard's place and we've got a couple at Gary Cunningham's, but we're just working out how to get them all onto one property. Uh, that's good. And you, it certainly would have been a... Uh, well, you've come up sort of late July, early August. Winter's a little bit different to the Riverina? Yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely cold down there. Um, but, look, I, I credit everything um, down there. You know, it gave me the confidence to drive my best and um, I've had one of my one of my best seasons down there a couple, uh, three seasons ago and um, now I've had a few drives for uh, Ellen Bartley, Dave Kennedy so that also really helped my confidence as well. Yes, driving those sort of better credentialed horses certainly helps that out and gets your name out there and um, you know you're starting to pick up a few drives like I said my ultimate victor and Peter Gregg tonight so just it's all about getting that exposure isn't it? Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, yeah, young kids like me, you know, always the more exposure you can get, the better. Um, but it's also good if you just want to drive your own horses. Um, so it doesn't really phase me. Um, if they put me on, I just gotta do, have the confidence to do my best. Yeah, and, and that's the best way to approach it. Well, appreciate your time this morning, Damon, and, and letting us know a little bit about yourself and any trainers or owners out there. Keep an eye on Damon Watson. He's got five-point concession claim, and uh, we might see him first across the line in a couple of races tonight. Appreciate your time, Damon. Uh, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, that's if the dogs don't tear him apart before that. <laughs> Fair dinkum. They sound quite vicious. Yeah, well, you've got to... It's always... Not many stables about that don't have a, a, a red or a blue cattle dog, and, um, you know... The old cattle dog, they might let you in, but they might not let you out. Yeah, we had one many years ago. It used to always try and bite the tyres of cars as they drove past. Um, just couldn't get the dog out of the habit. But, um, Graham Dwyer is with us. Graham, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Darren. A big day yesterday. Three winners at Albion Park. Uh, your, your team's ticking over quite nicely. Yeah, like it's, um, they're all just doing a terrific job. They're just doing what they have to do, and uh, when their turn comes, they're taking it. And, uh, I'm very, very happy with that. It's uh, certainly working out well. And uh, the third winner there yesterday, Love Bite, he's been a consistent performer since you've uh, taken over this horse from the Slaters, and uh, plenty of placings. He was finally able to cash in yesterday. Yeah, well, he pretty much is able to cross over and um, sort of have him back in the bridle a bit. And, um, and then he likes feeling pretty big and strong like that, and uh, he, he went really well. And ran good time to match it. Now, a little bit of an interesting one there. He's by betting line. Um, your other horse that's on a bit of a streak at the moment is also a betting line, but he's a trotter. Yeah, he... Um yeah, there's no pace. Well, he doesn't seem to want to pace at all, and uh, he's done a good job so far. He's he's quite young and immature still, and so hopefully there's uh, plenty of upside to him. I know they're um, you know they they're not completely rare that trotters out of pacing stallions. But have you have you ever been in a situation where you've had a trotter and a pacer at the same time by the same stallion? No, no, never. Yeah. It's uh, certainly a bit of an anomaly, and Charlie Maxey, he's he's starting to put it together and probably benefited a little bit just by getting back in grade now. Yeah, that was a, a big help to him. He um, he was sort of, he, he was sort of always learning still, and you could see sometimes he he'd have the ability but not really put in at the end. And um, and his work shows here that he's always uh, capable of better, and uh, 
just getting back to that week of grade, he just sort of gave you some confidence, and um, and then he finally got a draw or two. So there's a few things running his way, and uh, he, he got the job done. And despondent, he keeps producing this season. He's uh, he's been a good pickup since you got him at the start of the year. He's won seven races now this year, and um, far from done. Yeah, oh, he's just like a professional. He, um, you know, if he draws handy, he can sort of rip the gate a bit and, and get a position, and uh, and he just gives you that same run each week. And um, and uh, and if things go his way, he's never far away. So he, he's been really good. Um, you know, Lane drives him a lot as well, and he's good to draw it. And everything he does is tradesman like. So it wasn't it wasn't all plain sailing yesterday. He did have surface in and. Um, he just seems to be causing a few problems at the moment. Yeah, like see, the problem I got is when I have him at home here, it's I, I don't get that horse here, and um, and then when he gets there and tightens up in the bridle, well, he then just wants to run through it, and and then it's game on, and then yeah, you could let him go, but then you're just going to cause all sort of havoc, and then you're not teaching him anything. But I must say, we still aren't teaching him anything. Uh, just going to have to reassess things and um, and start again. But he's definitely got the speed and the ability. It's just that if you keep a lid on him, he's, um, that's the horse we want. But at the moment, it's not the one we want. Yeah, of course, he won the golden guitar for you earlier this year down at Tamworth, but uh, just seems to be having to go trial race, trial race at the moment, just proving a bit frustrating. Now, you've got a couple of runners in tonight, just the two for a Wednesday night. Uh, your first one comes up in race... Uh, not sure which race is your first one, but uh, I think race five, Stars of America, finally got a, a win last start that was pleasing, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, his last two runs have been quite pleasing for me. Um, he, he's sort of been patchy. You know, you think that he's this is his race, and it never turns out that way. So we started driving him quieter and um, keeping it really simple for him. And um, the run before his win was really good, and uh, then his win was actually terrific. He, he started to show a bit of leg speed, and um, he had a fair bit to do still at the top of the straight, and um, he put paid on pretty quick. So, well, he's he's listed at thirteen dollars at the moment in the tab market tonight. Now, that's a race that I don't think's really that strong, and I, I think he'd probably give a bit of cheek at that price. Yeah, well, he's had a good week. You know, if he steps off what he did last week, was gonna, you know, it's got to put him in the finish at some degree. And uh, um, I'm just hoping he sort of continues on from where he left off last week because uh, it's been a bit of a journey up to now. Uh, but I'm hopefully we're over the hump, let's say, and it's all smooth sailing from here. Now you, you got this horse from Daryl Graham, and um, still big group of owners there. The plan just to, that you'll just keep poking around with him. Yeah, well, he's actually uh, for sale at the moment. Um, yeah, so he's on the net at the minute for 7000 I think. And uh, at the moment, the problem is that his form, you know, is not great apart from the last two, but you can sort of see his progression. And um, and to be honest with you, he's probably not a bad buy at that. I, I think he's going to progress on from here, and I'm hoping we'll see a bit of it tonight. So he's Q-bred? Yes, he's Q-bred, he's a three-year-old, he's good to have around, um, yeah, so... Well, with, uh, for 7000 you wait till another three months and win that race, you get your money back with the second win, second win Q-bred bonus, so certainly something to play with there. Now, another one that's uh, probably causing a, a bit of frustration, I'd imagine, at the moment is your other runner tonight, and 
He comes up in race number seven. Someone's watching. Uh, would it be fair to say he's been a bit of a handful? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, he's, I don't think he's got a great future, but he, he's um, definitely progressed enough to win a maiden race. So I just hope he sort of, you know, gets going a bit more. But um, I do think he's up for a race like tonight. Um, and I think there's a race for him in the future, same as tonight. But uh, just needs a few things to go his way, and um, hopefully he sort of progresses as well. He's only young as well, so it's sort of hard to, you know, pull the pin on him just yet because they've still got a lot of growing to do and you know, a, bit of, a lot of education as well. But um, at this, this stage, we're trying to win a maiden, and we'll try that try tonight. And I guess he's one of those horses that... Uh... Geez, it'd be nice to draw a barrier with him. Just looking through his barriers and his six career starts: barrier eight, barrier nine, six, seven, eight, seven, and six again tonight. Yeah, and, and that's what we've got to wait for. You know, we've got to wait for a barrier. It's so important, and um, you know, six is going to be tough. You know, but hopefully there, there might be a bit of speed underneath us, and you know, they get tired late. But anyway, we'll see how we go, and hopefully have some luck. Now. You said last year that uh, it was a. It took you right to the end of the year to get 100 wins for the season or 100 Queensland wins. You're on track again this year. You didn't think you'd get there, but I tell you what, the last sort of six weeks you've really got the winners up there. So much so, you're up to 90 in Queensland and 94 uh, Australia wide. With what have we got? Still three months to go. So another ton in the bag coming up. Yeah, well, it's only a goal because at the end of the day, we've only roughly got up to 30 horses in work. And, um, you know, if you really think about it, it's not easy to do to get 100 winners with 30 horses. And uh, our opposition that's in front of us have a lot more than 30. So um, so with the limited team that we've got and the, and the team and staff around us, it's it's just a good goal to have because um, to reach that, not many do. And, uh, and especially the numbers we've got, I, I just think it's a realistic goal to have. And, even if you fall short, you're still having a good year, you know? So um, that's the reason why we're going to that 100. Yeah, well, I think you're on track to get there, that's for sure. And uh, currently sitting fourth in the state trainers title. And like you mentioned, some, you know, big names and big stables ahead of you, Dixon, Turpin and Butler. So more than more than doing you a great job with those numbers and we might even see you with an Inter-Dominion runner later this year. It would be nice, um, but, you know... We, we we just hope for that anyway, but uh, we still got to improve a fair bit. Well, the way the stable's going, that might be the case. Appreciate your time this this morning, Graham, and good luck tonight, and and good luck getting to that hundred and and whatever the rest of the year holds. Okay, thanks, Darren. It's Graham Dwyer, Steve. He's got, uh, like he said, he's only got a small team, but just keeps churning out the winners and and three really good winners yesterday at Albion Park. Of all those winners at Melton the other night, all Group 1 races, was there one particular performance that you're really taken with? Um, I think there, there was a, a couple. Of, the Stormy Rider, uh, it was certainly good, but he just rolled his way to the front, and, and once he was there, uh, just proved too good, was able to pull away. He scored by oh, probably about 10 metres or so thereabouts and ran really good time, a good last half. So... Um, He's by the uh, the sire of the moment, Captain Treacherous, Stormy Rider. It was certainly a good win. Um, it was good to see Chris Alford pick up another two Group 1s. He got 
at uh, Sahara Breeze home up the passing lane for the Quinlans and he was in the seat for Amore Vita in the four-year-old Mayors final so that was uh, certainly good. Um, Queensland owner Norm Jenkin, we've seen him sort of to the fore with a lot of trotters in recent times for Andy Gath, Andy and Kate Gath, um, you know some of the, the better name better trotters in recent times Norm's been able to own. He owned Celestio Matuka who got the passing lane run to uh, to score there and in the four-year-old Entires and Geldings final and he was probably the biggest price winner of the night. I think quite a few shorties went around and he was able to get it there. Another Queensland owner was also in the, in the winning circle. Susan is her name. Owned and bred by Bruce Wyborn. She won the three-year-old trotting Phillies final. She actually started her career up here in Queensland with Chantel Turpin uh, and then went down to Victoria. Just a few more options for her. She was able to win that race. Um, that was late in the night if you're already asleep, Steve, but Susan is her yeah. name. Um, yeah, quite a quite a good filly. Yeah, of course, Amore Vita was short, wasn't $1.12? Uh, yeah, yeah, quite a few shorties. Like I said, I think Celestio Matuka was about uh, $11 or $12, yeah, $12 thereabouts. Yeah, $12 officially. Yeah, so... Um, I see the shorty in that race um, ran fifth, I think, $1.45. Yeah, yeah, it was probably... Um, not really sure what went wrong with with that one. In that occasion, it seemed to, um, seemed to get its opportunity, that's for sure. Uh, draw a dream... She's a filly that um, certainly looks to have ability as well and um, pressed across from the middle of the line to get to the front and, and finish them off nicely. So she, that was the race where the Stuart Stable uh, trifected the race, draw a dream, um, beat Renewal and Eureka Joe. So um, I think she's a filly that we'll certainly hear a, a bit more about yeah. in the future. And Kieran Manning, for all those four wins from four starts, has been in the sulky as well for Emma Stewart. So that's a draw a dream. Yeah, it's certainly interesting. They they tend to um, get a driver on their horses and stick with them to that horse where they can. So um, Mark Pitt, uh, I'm not sure how their how their stable works in terms of does he get first choice or not. But uh, he sort of tends to get the better ones. He was uh, he had Petrarca, he drove Petrarca in the three year old Colts and Geldings final and. Um, but yeah, he he had Sweet Bella in the Phillies final as well. She was probably the main danger to Sahara Breeze and just got run down up the passing lane. Yeah. So, um, but it's he's certainly the beneficiary of a lot of their runners. And if you look at his uh, his stats, it's just amazing. He's running at forty percent winners this season. One hundred and thirty-seven wins from three hundred and forty-two starts, and um, that's an amazing strike rate. Last season. He had 595 drives for 231 winners, hitting at 39%. So um, he's certainly the, the main driver and, and can get them home, that's for sure. Just with Kieran Gath, I've watched her a lot over the years, of course, to Kieran Benning, I mean, um, just her aggressiveness in races. You know, she normally likes to push forward and she kept pushing forward on that horse the other night. And, and obviously the short odds just had a lap on them, didn't it? Draw a dream. So, But normally that's the way she drives. She likes to put them on speed, doesn't she? Yeah, and she was probably, um, you know, one of the, I guess, pioneers, if you could use it, a term, um, of driving the horses tougher. She, um, back in the day when her father, Peter Manning, had a, a really big team, she would just drive them hard and put them into the race. And more often than not, that that sort of was the, the recipe for success and I think plenty of people then sort of sat up and took notice and 
said, well, you know, this is this is the way the, the racing is sort of the pattern of races is going to develop into, well, then this is how we need to drive our horses and um, certainly led to a bit of a change, that's for sure. Mm. Well, Redcliffe, you've done all the form for this particular meeting tonight. Uh, first of all, can I grab your specials? Yeah, so there's um, a few shorties in the in the card tonight, Steve, but I thought race eight, horse eight, Riverina Flash, I thought he was one that could get the right trip. He follows out a horse, feeling the power, who I thought could probably get to the front, and that would allow Riverina Flash to get through nicely, settle in a good position, and uh, be able to, to get home over the top of them in the closing stages, feeling the powers first up from a spell, so might just feel the pinch. And Riverina Flash, he's certainly in good form. He's runner-up in two of his past three starts, including at Albion Park over the 2100. So I thought he was a good bet. Race 8, Horse 8, Riverina Flash. $2 tab fixed at the moment. Race 8, 8. And the other one was in Race 3, Horse number 1, My Girl Mandy. Um bit of a query at the distance but I don't think in this race it should prove too much of a problem she comes up with the options from the draw um, gets Pete McMullen on now we know leader Peter but I think uh, they might just opt for a trail here if they get it but uh, the 2040 start at Redcliffe it's very hard to cross the the one horse if it has any sort of speed which she has so uh, like I said that'll give Pete all the options um, she was good to the line last time out and this is far from a strong race so race three horse one my girl Mandy two dollars and forty cents let's have a look at your quadrilla tonight at Redcliffe what do you like in the first leg yeah, well, we spoke to Graham Dwyer there. He's got Stars of America in that race, and I thought this was a really open race. Well, I've got one chain road, number one, on top. Probably purely from the from the barrier gets all the options. Three, Delight of Rani will probably run favourite, gets her chance, or his chance, I should say. Skyler Bree, first up from a spell last time out and, and faded out. I think back to this, we'll see a better horse and throw in number four, Stars of America, as well. So three, one, three, four, five. Second leg, race six, uh, I thought Tacker's last dance gets every opportunity to lead and win this. If there's a danger, it'll be number nine, Purple Shades descending on them, so three and nine. Third leg, race seven, Art of Rock. He's a, just a two-year-old tackling on the older opposition, but uh, plenty of experienced horses that are still maidens in this one, so he gets his chance. Kiss the Aviator. He's had 83 or 82 starts. He's still a maiden. Can he do it at start 83? I'm not sure, but he certainly gets the uh, a cosy trip. So we'll go four and seven. And in the last leg, happy to bring it home with the best of the night, number eight, Riverina Flash. Just go through those numbers again. So first leg, race four. First leg, one, three, four, five. Second leg, three and nine. Third leg, four and seven. And the final leg, eight only. Should be a total of $16. Thanks, Darren. Cheers, Steve.